Diet lie number 89. Weight is a great way to track your health. As soon as I saw the headline, I got excited. When Weight Watchers doesn't lead to healthy eating. As a fat health coach who's been banging on this particular drum for years, it's always heartening to see that somebody else is speaking up about it too. But as I started scrolling down the page, my heart sank. It turns out that the author's point wasn't that Weight Watchers teaches disordered eating habits, like I expected, but that what they teach isn't restrictive enough. And this is a problem. I mean, in fact, it's actually at least three problems rolled into one. So let me break those down. Problem number one is that the author's thesis is built around the idea that the ability to control our eating is healthy. The idea that consciously controlling how much you eat, when you eat it, what you're eating, and why you allow yourself to eat is inherently healthier than eating intuitively is simply wrong. It's based on the false dichotomy that if you are not controlling what you're eating, you're going to be out of control. When this is the belief, there's no in-between. Either you're on one end restricted or you're running amok, eating everything in sight. And the truth is that eating, like every other human activity, exists on a continuum. Some days you eat more, like Thanksgiving. And some days you eat less, like Tuesday. And yes, we all have all kinds of baggage and conditioning from our society that encourages us to eat food we really don't want or need. That's what commercials are. But we also have these inherent signals built into our body that tell us when we're done eating, when we've had enough. And that makes it pretty hard to eat yourself to death. I mean, yeah, you know, there are cases of extended mental illness or extreme prolonged mitigating circumstances. Um, but once you put those aside, you're definitely going to stop eating way before you die of it. And this isn't to say that you might not have a bit of a bounce back if you stop restricting, where you end up eating all those things that you've been holding yourself back from. And the medical term for this is the refeeding process. But guess what? No matter how much binging your body does in the refeeding cycle, that's going to stop too, because the body actually likes balance. So long story short is that restriction does not equal health. In fact, it's much more likely to lead to unhealthy behaviors like binging, intentional starving, and ultimately eating disorders. I mean, my second problem with this idea is that Weight Watchers isn't healthy regardless. Diet programs like Weight Watchers are not in the habit of creating healthy habits for the subscribers, regardless of what they're saying. They're in the business of making money through the use of weight as a bludgeon to keep their subscribers in the program, either actively losing weight or maintaining their new weight. 
The sole reason Weight Watchers does nothing but thrive is because they're set up to cash in on a cycle of failure in which you, the subscriber, adopt unsustainable, so-called healthy habits, lose some weight for a little while by fighting against your own biology, and then gain it back so that you can go through the whole process again and re-up your subscription and keep swiping your credit card and keep giving them your cash. Weight Watchers isn't celebrating your success at adding green vegetables to your plate and eating them happily. Weight Watchers isn't cheering your switch to high fiber whole grains. Weight Watchers isn't congratulating you for joining that Zumba class you're now in love with and go to regularly. Weight Watchers isn't complimenting you on your success in bettering your cholesterol, blood sugar, or triglyceride levels. Weight Watchers isn't even commending you for taking steps toward embracing your body. All of these things are health-promoting habits. But that's not what you're celebrating in Weight Watchers meetings. You're celebrating how much weight you've lost. And that leads me to problem number three. Weight is not an accurate measure of health. Fun fact, in a former life, I was an engineer. This gave me a really good grasp of physics because I needed to make sure that things I designed didn't fall down and kill people. While these days I'm spending more time helping my clients find their individual version of healthy than designing components for their scientific experiments, I've still got that grasp of physics. And that's how I can tell you with total certainty what the definition of weight is. Weight is not actually equal to health. Weight is equal to mg, which is mass times gravitational acceleration. I mean, it's physics. It said so. It's Newton's second law. Every physical thing has mass. And if you're confused about that, Basically, mass is just how much of you that exists. And I can only know your weight when I look at that mass that is you in terms of gravity, which is your acceleration relative to the Earth. You would weigh a whole lot less on the moon because there's less gravity on the moon. And on another planet with more gravity, you'd be much heavier. Your weight increases the closer you get to a black hole which has lots and lots of gravity, though your mass stays the same. And for the non-mafia amongst us, that means that your weight is a totally arbitrary measure of how your mass stacks up on Earth that we've just put a whole lot of baggage on top of. So what this means for you is that your weight tells us a lot about what planet you're on and how close or far away you are from a black hole, um, and then how much of you there is. It tells us absolutely nothing about your health. Contrary to what society and the magazines and Weight Watchers and probably your doctor says, your weight is just not a reliable measure of your health. Study after study, after a study backs this up. So to sum it all up, the author 
of that article was absolutely correct in her title. Weight Watchers does not lead to healthy eating. It's just too bad that she drew the wrong conclusions after that. But she's not alone. There are hundreds, maybe thousands of other diet lies out there. And that makes it really, really hard to find you're healthy because you just don't know what's real. You're not taught to trust your own body and you've got a very well-moneyed system with a vested interest in keeping you ignorant and hooked. But that's where I come in. Imagine superhero Kate. <laughs> and so if you're interested in finding out what healthy can look like for you, when you take weight off the table, book a One Beautiful Yes session with me. We'll spend 90 minutes together, focused on getting you over the hurdle that's standing in the way of you embracing the body that you're in. You can check it all out on my website, which is www.tianadodson.com. Say yes with me with dashes in between. Say dash yes dash with dash me. Or you could find the links and the link in the show notes if you just can't write that down or you don't understand what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, that's the end of our time today. And you have heard all about diet line number 89. Weight is a great way to track your health. And if you liked what you heard, please like, subscribe, share, rate. I'm on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and SoundCloud and all the other lovely places where you find your podcasts and listen to them. I've been Tiana, Fat Health Coach, and this has been the One Beautifully Us podcast. Have a lovely day. See you next time. Bye.